Hello, and welcome to Eyes on Success, a weekly program covering a wide variety of topics of interest to people with vision loss. I'm Nancy Goodman Torpy. And I'm Pete Torpy. This week, we thought we'd insert a special episode about the COVID-19 pandemic and how it has dramatically changed what's happening in our daily lives. So we thought we'd dedicate this show to talk about some of the coping mechanisms that people can use and some of the resources that are available to people to get over this difficult time. And just to let you know, we always record our shows in advance, and we recorded this one two weeks before it's airing, so things may have changed again, but this episode is based on the best information we had at the time a couple weeks ago. So let's start with our tip of the week. This week's tip is that due to the novel coronavirus and the resultant COVID-19, it is very important for all of us to stay away from each other. The Center for Disease Control defines coronavirus as a family of viruses named for the microscopic view of crown-like spikes on their surfaces. COVID-19, which stands for Coronavirus Disease 2019, first appeared in late 2019. Some people with the disease get either no symptoms or only mild symptoms, but others can develop serious symptoms that can even be fatal. It is especially contagious because it is new, so there is not yet a vaccine and nobody has a natural immunity to it. So hopefully we'll get over this period, but in the rest of the show, we'll talk about some of the things that you can be doing now and some of the tools and resources that might help you get over this difficult period. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, success, success. We're going to begin by discussing how the coronavirus and social distancing has impacted our lives. And we want to assure you that, first of all, there's been no change to our creating episodes of Eyes on Success. We do everything from home, including interviewing other people and creating each episode start to finish. So you've been hearing all these suggestions about staying away from people, not getting together in crowds larger than a few people, washing your hands frequently, not touching your face. And we've certainly been doing all of that. One of the things that's particularly nice in Colorado here is that our weather is often very nice. So it's great to be able to get outdoors in the warm sun and fresh air and take some long walks and hikes. And when it snows, we get outside with snow shovels, but we still don't get very close to our neighbors. People on the trails have been very good about moving to the side to get around each other with sufficient distance. So that helps us keep our sanity. But, you know, Nancy, this is a little unplanned, but I was hoping that you could tell our listeners about the event we saw the other day when we were walking along the street when some young child had a birthday party in the neighborhood or wanted to have a birthday party and was told she couldn't. And what did the neighbors do to make her birthday a happy one? This is a feel-good story that I've been sharing with everybody. So little Emma was turning five and was very upset that her parents canceled her birthday party. 
So mom and dad got creative and they sent out a note to the neighborhood Facebook page asking everybody who could to create a drive-by parade for little Emma in honor of her birthday. And I had seen the note and had completely forgotten about it, but we happened to be outside taking yet another walk because what else can we do? And this parade started to come past us and there must have been 30 or more cars and they had balloons and streamers and signs and everybody was honking their horns and leaning out the windows and yelling and cheering. And, you know, it was a special event. I'm sure for Emma, but also for everybody else who got to see it. So that was a very creative way of coping with a situation to make some little child happier. And let's hear about some other tools and resources that might be useful to the rest of us. Support for Eyes on Success is made possible in part by our corporate partners. Find out more about partnership opportunities by sending an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. This week's focus topic is things you can do while you're engaging in social distancing. And the first thing we want to talk about is a special service that's being provided by the National Federation of the Blind, and in particular from their NFB Newsline service, where they are providing COVID-19 updates in the breaking news online category of NFB Newsline. And we've talked about NFB Newsline in several previous shows. And in particular, people can download the NFB Newsline app on your iOS device to get not only these updates, but many other magazines, newspapers, periodicals across the country. And recently, one of our last shows we did with them was to talk about how you can also get NFB Newsline on your Alexa smart home device. So if you're using NFB Newsline with a telephone and you want to access the COVID-19 information, you start by pressing 5 from the main menu, then 1 for breaking news online, and then 1 again will bring you to the virus information. Whereas if you're using NFB Newsline from the mobile app, look for the virus information under the All Publications section, and this content can be accessed with Braille devices as well. So there are several ways you can get those updates from NFB Newsline, a great service we've talked about many times before. So another very generous service that we want to bring to your attention is that Freedom Scientific is now offering free home licenses for JAWS screen reader, ZoomText magnifier, and Fusion free of charge for personal computers until the end of June. And they're doing this because they recognize that many, many people are being told they can keep working, but they need to work from home. And because these licenses are ordinarily pretty expensive, many people might have them at work, but not on their home computers. And so Freedom Scientific is making this generous offer to every household in the United States and Canada, and there are also opportunities in other countries, and to find out about that, you should contact your local distributor. 
And in addition, for people who want to log into their work computer from home using JAWS, they will also offer a free upgrade to the remote server app so you can log into remote computers that way if you contact their support department. And we'll have lots of this contact information in the show notes because some of it is just too extensive to give here. So check there. So if your employer is telling you you should work from home and you see all your sighted colleagues having no problem doing that, this is a way that you too can continue to function in your job, even if you have to do it from home without your work equipment. It's also a great way to learn JAWS and check it out if you haven't used it before. I've been using it for over 20 years now, and it's really done me a lot of good in my professional career and in my personal life. So the next topic that I'm sure is important to many of our visually impaired listeners is getting help with chores around the house. Many people have volunteers or friends or paid aides coming in and helping with their regular chores, like even reading the mail. And you're being told to stay apart from each other, but you still need to get your daily life done. Well, turn this into an opportunity. This is a chance to get to learn how to use some of these smartphone apps to help you with these daily chores, like identifying objects and reading print. And we've done numerous shows on many of these apps if you want to find out more details about some of these. But for example, some of the apps like Seeing AI from Microsoft can be used to read text on your computer screen, read your mail, identify objects, etc. Apps like Be My Eyes can be used to get remote live assistance from other people around the world who can see through your camera and tell you what you're doing, what you're touching, what you're looking at, etc. Also, Be My Eyes is hooked into services such as the Google Help Desk and the Microsoft Disability Answer Desk if you have problems with Google or your Microsoft software. Ira is another service that we've also done a couple of shows discussing. It's very similar in concept to Be My Eyes, where the person with the visual impairment points the camera at whatever they want to know what it is, what it says, and a remote sighted assistant will provide whatever assistance you need. And they've got a program whereby the first five minutes of every call is provided for free. So if you have small chores that you need help with, you can get into the IRA app and get help from them. And for more extensive help, you can sign up for one of their subscription services where you buy so many minutes per month. So those are a number of services that can help someone out, even if you are isolated and alone in your own house or apartment. Now, in a similar vein, you might just want to interact with friends and family or your doctor, your pharmacist, anybody you want to interact with. And this is another opportunity to learn how to use some new tools. So this evening, we have this wonderful group of friends in Golden, Colorado, and we get together frequently, but 
not so much right now. We had happy hour together with six couples using the free instance of Zoom, and it worked great. But Zoom is not the only video conferencing tool. And if you don't have access to that kind of technology, you should be keeping in touch with people by telephone. We've been getting phone calls and emails from people some of whom are surprising that we've been hearing from them. But, you know, it's terrific to be able to keep in touch with people. So in addition to Zoom, which, again, we've done a show about previously, if you want to know more details, in addition to Zoom, there are services like Skype, FaceTime on iOS devices, and Hangouts, which works on PCs and smartphones, and it's a Google service. So any of those can be used for video and audio communications with groups of people. Again, as Nancy said, that virtual happy hour we had with our friends was quite fun. Wasn't quite like being there, but it was a good way to get together. Our daughter has dubbed her virtual happy hour a quarantini. And she gets together with her old college friends that way. Another thing that's pretty much necessary is obtaining food. We all need something to eat. And whether you want to get it from a grocery store or some other kind of market or a restaurant, you can do that from your home. And again, we did a show on this, which we'll have a link to in our show notes about Grubhub and other services that are set up to do this in quote unquote normal times. But these days, a lot of restaurants, because they are closed, are offering free delivery services or pickup services at their door. Many supermarkets are also offering some of these services. You can make your selections, have them deliver it to your door, or if you are able to drive and get there, they'll put all your groceries right in your trunk. Now, if you manage to get some food, you might also want to get some exercise. And even with the shutdown that was announced the day that we're recording this show, you can still leave your house to get outside for walks, hikes, bike rides, etc. And of course, if you have a visual impairment, there's the additional complication of either you do it alone with your guide dog or with your cane, or maybe you find a trusted guide to assist you, or you can use your own exercise equipment. Yeah, so I have my treadmill, exercise bike, and TRX straps down the basement, and I'm not losing any of my exercise routine that way. It's been keeping me in shape. Now, personally, I prefer to exercise in a group setting, so I've been going to the local community center for years, taking my exercise classes. Well, of course, the community center is closed, so I just pick up some of Pete's hand weights, and I do my own thing in the basement, and it's not as much fun, but what the heck, I get it done. And as I mentioned before, being able to get outside, mostly it's just Nancy and I taking a long walk, but sometimes we'll be able to get together with friends and we just stay apart on the hiking trails. And it is just great to be out of the house and, and breathing that air, being invigorated. It makes a big difference. And if you like to take classes with somebody instructing you in what to do. About four years ago, we did an episode about audio exercise programs that are geared specifically to people with visual impairments. And I know 
it drives Pete nuts when he goes to classes and the teacher is up front saying right, left, right, left, and he has no idea what they mean. But these audio exercise programs specifically describe the motions and what to do, knowing that the person at the other end who's trying to follow along can't see and it's just basing what they're doing on the audio. And this is a set of audio programs from an organization called Blind Alive, and you can find them on their website at blindalive.com. And again, if you want to know more about that, we'll have a link in our show notes to an episode we did about that service. Now, another issue that's come up for many people is how do students manage to continue their education? Well, an awful lot of schools and universities, at least in the United States, are doing their classes remotely. And a lot of the libraries are offering online tutoring. But, you know, even if you're not ordinarily a student, you might want to take the opportunity of having extra time on your hands to learn something new. There's all sorts of lectures available online about pretty much any topic you're interested in. And some of them, as you pointed out to me this afternoon, are even offering certificates in completing some of those online courses. So it's a good chance while you're sequestered away to learn something new and get a little extra accreditation. And one specific lecture that we'd like to point out to you is a talk that we actually attended when it was given over a year ago on the 100th anniversary of the great influenza pandemic of 1918 about that pandemic. And much of what's in that lecture is relevant to today's pandemic. And we will have a link to that in the show notes as well. Sometimes the more things change, the more they're the same. It's an interesting lecture to hear. So another thing many people enjoy doing is reading. And of course, we've all got extra time on our hands. So this is an opportunity to get more reading material. And we've done many, many episodes about different accessible reading options. But we want to mention a couple of services because these are organizations that normally provide reading material at some cost, although maybe not very much, but they're in light of the current situation offering additional books, audio books, or books in other accessible formats for free. And the National Braille Press in particular is offering a book called Dinner Delivered, Accessible and Easy Ways to Receive Meals Direct to Your Door. Another one called Getting Visual Assistance with an iPhone. And another called Navigating Healthcare when all they can see is that you can't. And those books can be downloaded in a number of formats to be compatible with your Braille device or your EPUB readers, etc. And Audible is also getting into the spirit of things. What they say on their website is, for as long as schools are closed, we're open. So they're providing dozens of books, especially geared to children of pretty much any age, everything from what they call the littlest listeners, so preschool kids, through elementary, 
all the way up to literary classics and in six different languages. And they've got dozens of these books available for free that you can find at audible.com. But we'll have the longer link to this specific service in the show notes. And of course, our visually impaired listeners shouldn't forget about the services that many of us enjoy and have used for many years, like the NLS library of talking books and the Bard mobile app, which runs on your iOS devices, where you can download books from the NLS system and read them in audio format. And also there's Bookshare. There's lots available from Bookshare. So be sure to try out some of those. I've been getting a lot of reading done and catching up on some books that I've wanted to read for a while. By the way, I wanted to mention that we will be doing an update on the latest incarnation of the Bard mobile app. It's recently been updated. We'll be talking about some of the new features, but we also did some previous shows where we talked about that app. It's a very useful app. And if you get your audiobooks or large print books, you know, physical material from your local public library, Many of them have been extending due dates. In fact, they don't want people to return physical material until we get through this pandemic early phase. If that's true of your local library, you can actually keep these materials longer and they will not charge fines or give you any penalty for keeping the material longer than normal. So that's just a smattering of some of the ideas that we had and that we found that we wanted to share with our listeners. But there's also more, and we'll be talking about that in just a second. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. Now for this week's final item, some resources that can help you with financial issues that might have been caused by consequences of the COVID-19 pandemic. We understand that a number of people are running into financial issues, and everybody else understands that too. So many organizations have put special policies in place to support their customers during this difficult period. And this is just an example of some of them, but you can certainly do some Google searches or call up some of the financial institutions with whom you're dealing to find out their specific policies. But just to give you an idea of what we found, I mean, for example, by now, everybody ought to know that the tax filing deadline, which is usually the middle of April in the U.S., has been extended to July 15th. So you don't have to worry about getting your taxes in as early as you normally would this year. And that might be advantageous to some people if you owe some money on your taxes. Another major issue that people might be facing is the ability to pay their rent or pay their mortgage. And the Housing and Urban Development Department has announced that they have suspended all foreclosures and evictions at least through the end of April. So that's nice. If your landlord tries to tell you they're throwing you out because you missed a month's rent, tell them that they can't do that right now and see if you can get in touch with some governmental assistance or governmental agency to back up what you know to be true that you're not supposed to be getting foreclosed on or evicted at least through the end of April. 
In addition, if you've lost your employment because of the COVID-19 virus or been impacted adversely in some other financial way, many banks are willing to let you defer your mortgage payments for some period of time, in some cases, many months or even up to a year. Now, you'll have to talk to your particular bank to figure out what their special policies are and how you might qualify for that. But again, it's worth checking into. There are many of these services and options out there if you look into them. And one other service that we'd like to mention is cell phone providers. Now, we happen to be Verizon customers, so we got a notification from them about their new special policies. But you should check with your provider and see what kind of options they're creating. So Verizon, at least, is waiving certain fees if you want to activate a new service or make an upgrade. They won't be charging late fees or terminating service if you've had financial hardship. And the thing I think is really nice is that if you want to make an international phone call to somebody you care deeply about in a country that's been impacted severely by COVID-19, that at least through the end of April, they are offering free international calling options to those countries. And so check into that because, you know, there are people who have loved ones around the world and it's just so nice that they're creating options for you to be able to stay in touch without creating additional financial hardship. In addition, a number of the ISPs are removing the caps on their monthly data usage. So if you just want to relax, kick up your heels, watch some Netflix or some internet TV, there you go. So we hope this has been helpful to you. We know it's a tough time. It's tough for us. It's tough for the people we care about. And we hope that we've been able to alleviate some of your problems by letting you know about some of these available services. And again, there's too much information here for us to give all the contact information, URLs, etc. But we'll have a lot of that information in the show notes associated with this episode on our website. So you should check there. And also ask questions of the people you're doing business with. Do some Googling. Ask your friends. And you'll find many other resources and services out there that might be able to help you through this time. Before we sign off for this week... There's really one other thing that we should have mentioned, and that is podcasts. Podcasts can be a great way of not only entertaining yourself and passing the time, but also a way to learn new things and learn what's happening around the world. There are podcasts on all kinds of topics. If you get into the podcast app on your smartphone or your computer, you can do a search for podcasts on almost any topic. Of course, we assume you're all listening to the Eyes on Success podcast or going to our searchable archive of over 450 episodes if you want to hear something. But there are also lots of other podcasts that are very enjoyable. I listen to lots of podcasts when I'm exercising or when I'm cleaning the house or just taking a walk sometimes. And it's a great way to pass the time, as I said. So check it out. That's it for show number 2015. Next week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking about Braille displays. 
DotWatch, and beyond. DotInCorp has developed an innovative Braille technology for refreshable Braille displays that is less costly and less bulky than traditional refreshable Braille designs. We'll talk with Aram Choi, Director of Social Impact at DotInCorp, about their new Braille DotWatch and what we might expect to be seeing from this technology in the future. And you'll also be able to hear about some of my experiences with the Dot Watch. So we hope we'll catch you all next week for that. Stay safe. You've been listening to Eyes on Success, hosted and produced by Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy, and distributed by WXXI Reach Out Radio. You can access the full archive of previous shows, subscribe to the podcast, and much more by going to our website, www.eyesonsuccess.net. If you have questions about anything you've heard on the show or have suggestions for future shows, send an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. Thank you for listening and have a nice day.